Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Before we continue where we left off, let's hear who we have at the table, both players and characters. Han, will you begin? Hello, I'm Han, playing Winnie, Guardian of the Shared Sky. Brennan? I'm Brennan, playing Brother Arcos Gerard, Priest of Feria. And Rob? I'm Rob, playing Magnus Vale, Master of Day and Night. And I am Amelia Som, your GM. And Craig is standing off to the side, a bit dazed, lilting back and forth slightly as their arms and legs, all of what you can see, are covered in those same sinewy threads of light and shadow that bound the creature that recently enveloped Arcos. What are you doing? Craig, are you all right, darling? And they just kind of hold up a finger and are sort of staring down into the left as if trying to like focus on something almost. Like when you hear a lot of noise and you're trying to identify a single voice and just say, mm. and they're just sort of standing there. Are you about to sneeze? Craig does not respond to that. Arcos, uh, you were talking to Furia when that thing descended upon you, right? <sighs> I believe so, yes. Who would have so... thought two decades at the monastery and never such a one-on-one -on -one encounter? Uh, yes, so, um... It sort of looked like that, gesturing at Craig, when you were having your moment with Furia before everything went black. To be clear, the creature looked like that. Arcos did not look like that. Arcos was, like, drowned out in, in like, complete blackness, right? Like, yeah, was, like, like a shadow smoke. creature descended on him. And this is, like, vines or, like, sort Yeah, of so remember how I said the shadow creature looked like it was bound similarly to uh, what you... So... The the monolith creature that you fought in the volcano, mm. how it was rock and then it had like the little lines of blight all around it. Yeah. The shadow creature looked similar to that, except shadow with lines of blight, but then also lines of bright light, um, kind of both sort of binding it. And right now, Craig has both those corruption lines and glowing like 
threads also around them. But they're not like, yeah. Okay. On second thought, this does not look natural. Um, can I make an occult check to see what's going on? It almost seems like he's maybe like trying to resist this creature. Uh, yeah, go ahead and make an occult check. Okay. Uh, and to be clear, the creature itself isn't on Craig, just the like tendrils, the similar bindings. Yeah, they're more, I mean, it's more like vines, but yeah, or like, I don't know, kind of like venom almost, but not like entirely covering, but just like little bits and pieces. Also, my friends gave me a new dice. They're metal, but they're hollow. They're like clockwork dice. Cool. Back like three inches. Oh, cute. Yeah. Love. Nice. But they're like, so they're hollow though, so they don't like dent when you roll them, which is why, I I mean, I love them. They're cool. Um, Okay. Uh, I rolled a 10. Okay. So with a 10, um, and what are you trying to ascertain? Like, is... Like, just what the tendrils are sort of doing. It is hard to tell. They are... They don't seem to be hurting Craig. They don't seem to be possessing them. It, um... They just seem to sort of be... Binding is a strong word. But that might come to mind... They, the way that they trace over uh, their skin, it almost feels like reminiscent of the way blood vessels are around something, but they're not like pulsing and they're not digging in as far as you can see. And Craig, aside from the fact that he's not really responsive right now, doesn't seem to be in pain. He seems to be preoccupied. Okay, well, I don't know that there's much that we can do for him until we know more. Craig, are you in pain? Do you need help? And, like, doesn't really respond uh, verbally, but just kind of, like, puts a hand up, like, stop talking to me. I think we just need to wait it out. Maybe. Perhaps this is something he must decide on his own. Uh, Askarath, have you seen anything of this sort before? Uh, no, not, not at all, really. Uh, there's, no, I don't know. Holy fire did seem to be an effective, uh, tool in this room. It might be smart to keep some handy, just in case, um, the situation changes. I am always ready to start blasting when necessary, although I do... Part of me wonders I'll obliterate part of Craig. Do not blast Craig. (laughs) I wasn't saying throw the magic fire at him, I'll sort of... uh, Whatever. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. (laughs) Just, Just throw it around him and maybe scare it off. There are degrees of magical control between throwing a fireball at somebody and near somebody. You, you can hold the fire. I'll have to give you a lesson. There's no target practice in the monastery. And it, if this is the same thing that was around the shadow creature, I'm not sure. 
if if it is based in Furia, I don't know if throwing fire that also comes from Furia is gonna do much. Hmm. Maybe, <clears throat> maybe not. Um, you gotta get this... him move on. Is there a way to transport him without disturbing him? Did everyone bring a wheelbarrow? Yeah, out of character question. Has any um, exit opened up in this room since all of this has happened? No. And as Arco says wheelbarrow, you're uh, kind of reminded of the way that his voice echoes in this large cavern. Now that the skeletons seem to have disintegrated into nothing, you are all in this large uh, cistern-shaped kind of... I'm trying to think of the phrase. I guess it's still like an ellipsis. You're in this large room. There's no clear entry or exit. Um, You now have full view of the intricacies of these runes that were once a light that have now died down in darkness. Well, at least we can get a better look at these uh, scribbles here. Um, Can Magnus now, like, inspect the full like runescape to see if he it's like notices anything yeah more informative level up your rune crafting skill <laughs> yeah we're not playing runescape we're playing savage worlds <laughs> what would uh, what skill would this be um i think a cult might work if there's any sort of arcane based knowledge that would help if you have any I would even let a religion work here. Hmm. A cult it is. A cult is basically like the magical form of research anyway, so that's sort of what I'm doing. Um, that's going to be another 10. Okay, with a 10, um, it will take you a while. This is a very large room, and uh, I mentioned last episode that these runes Uh, Now that you sort of know how to identify their pattern, you realize that everything that you thought was just natural hewn stone, all of those scrapings and markings are a part of it. So Mm. the things that you just thought were natural textures, you see even now those have their own purpose. Uh, And they sort of build on each other in fractals. And this is probably a sort of new concept. For Magnus, I would say like using runes isn't um, typically the idea is that you have a sigil of a specific shape and you would put it on something or use it in a spell. And when you're drawing some sort of arcane sigil, you can combine different ones uh, and different individual runes to have different magical effects and channel different aspects of power. And you can... uh, you know, you can put like a larger rune and a smaller rune and like there's a lot of different configurations that you would be privy to as someone who is one of the uh, foremost wizards of his time. But the idea of creating runes themselves that are fractal in shape that can specifically get smaller and smaller and curl inwards mathematically uh, and in doing so create sort of positive feedback loops of power is not a technique you would have been familiar with, and it's probably not something you even necessarily thought of before. And this Well, you learn something new every day. And 
it does remind you of the runes the the sim the similar carving in the rock and the sort of thing that you're now i would say less certain if it's uh designed to mimic nature or if the mimicry of nature is a part of the magic um but it reminds you of what uh was in the rock homunculi so these are like fibonacci sequence runes they're not Fibonacci sequence because that's just a spiral, but they they are fractals. Okay, but in that same or way, many of them like, are fractals. Like it, the shape of the runes is like trending towards like it's found in nature in a way that is it feels like coincidental, but yeah, and it's ambiguous. it's sort of like if you ever see like a Mandelbrot fractal or something, if you look at it like really wide or like something you might not notice until you start staring at it that it gets bigger and bigger, and then in the negative space there are. I mean, not every single thing is a fractal, but in the negative space, there are either other fractal runes that are like positioned next to each other that sort of feed into each other and not literally like gears, but kind of um, sort of like, have you ever seen the like tile patterns in Islamic mosques? Yeah. Yeah. Where there's like several different shapes that make a tiling that make a tile um, and it's not like there are regular shapes. It is similar to that, but a lot a lot less, uh, a lot fewer polygons and more organic shapes and carvings and scratches. And like, and it's everywhere. There are large ones, there are tiny ones, there are like, and if you spend more than 20 minutes, you'll even notice that there are areas where there explicitly aren't fractals and there are individual one-off rooms. And it's, I mean, there is, it's, it's like looking at the Rosetta Stone without having any way to decode any of the languages used. Like, you're not going to be able to, f- to ascertain what any of these mean in a reasonable amount of time, but you do know what you're looking at is unprecedented and also impossibly, well, not impossibly, but it is older than any history you've known. Um, okay, so while Magnus is, like, looking at all these runes, I think, like, in his, like, personal notebook, he's going to, like, jot down as many of the, like, patterns of the runes as he can. Like, obviously not copying, like, a full sequence, but, like, yeah. trying to copy runes, like, between, like, repeating patterns just to, like, log them to see them. Because even if he can't ascertain what they mean, he might be able to mess around with, like, the general principle later on and find something neat. Yeah. So he's going to just start cataloging um, different rune patterns. And I guess like after 10 or so minutes is going to like get back to the task at hand. Um, but he doesn't notice any like rune that is like, like this is an elevator. There's rune nothing like conspicuously <laughs> glowing that says touch this rune. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so you, you can spend like 20 minutes as you're doing uh, looking through that. And uh, Winnie, what are you doing during this time? That's a great question. Um, I think I'm just going to keep an eye on Craig just to see if anything changes or if he starts looking like he's in pain or if he needs help or anything like that. I'm just keeping an eye on him. Uh, Yeah, no noticeable changes. I would say Um, at some point in it, uh, he like just sort of feels and uh, Julian helps him like sit down. Um, But he kind of sits down in a seated position and just looks like he's meditating. Um, at this point, those little like tendrils of shadow and light are like sort of moving 
um, not like moving around, but as if like the light is flowing through and the shadow is flowing through. Um, and you can see through the way that light and shadow are cast uh, around him, this movement. Got it. Arcos, are you doing anything? <clears throat> I, um, I'd like to go and just to the edge of a wall and just run my hand along the wall and um, uh, just, <laughs> I guess, contemplate what, uh, kind of like in the first room when after meditating on total darkness, you're able to find the key, uh, contemplate if there's any message or nuance to this room and its shape and its rooms and everything like that. Yeah, you and uh, ask the GM for <laughs> some sort of check. <laughs> what check do you want? All right, so here's what I got. Unless you have proficiency in finding the exit. I I do. I specifically took um, crypt knowledge, uh, and uh, that'd be a cool skill, actually. Uh, but no, so I, I, I do have faith, um, and I also have common knowledge. Um and I could do a raw spirit check with my wild card die. I'll have you roll faith. All right. Oh, that's not great. Uh, dropping a Benny real quick. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I did really well on that die. All right. That is a 16. So as you are, are you walking around the room or are you just holding your hand along the wall? I'm walking. So you're walking and this room isn't like a perfect circle. It kind of has sort of vaults isn't the right word, but I can't think of the right one. Like, like, honestly, it's it's kind of like the, you know, how garlic has like cloves. Mm hmm. It's like that, except it doesn't come up to a point at the top or kind of like a pumpkin almost. It's like the mm -hmm. interior of a pumpkin. That's like the shape of the room a bit. Um, and so you're you're walking sometimes a little farther and a little inward. And there are these these pillars and columns and you're, you know, holding your hand and trying to reach out, thinking back on your conversation with Firia and about all of the emotions and self-doubt that brought up. And you realize that now you don't feel the presence of Furia as strongly, either with yourself, but also within this room. It seems that whatever happened in that moment when you summoned the light and the area burned bright, that Furia is no longer here, here. It's not that they're cast out, but in the same sense that if you're in any given place, it doesn't feel holy in, in that respect. But you do still feel something. There is some kind of presence here. Um, okay. <clears throat> Askarath, it seems the strong presence of Furia's left this room. Something remains. Do you feel it too? 
Yeah, they uh, they mentioned that might happen. As in, Furia did. Yeah, Furia did. Anything else that they may have mentioned to you? Something about everything having a time and a place. I hope that doesn't mean that this is my time to go and the place I'm going. Yeah, not everything's about you, Arcus. It's an excellent point. I will not fight you on that one. Sorry. Oh, there's a first. People can change, I suppose. At least I'd like to think so. Did you find what you were looking for? Found something far better. The direction I should be looking. Good. Speaking of which, I'm going to look up at the uh, little gap that um, Winnie bullseyed from <laughs> a few stories down. Yeah. Um, and does it look different after the I shot holy light into it? Nope. Is there any light coming out of it? No. Hmm. The direction that I should be looking. I I do mean that in the metaphorical sense. In the terms of the physical, I do not know which direction I should be looking for an exit. Yeah, that's pretty clear, Arcos. Alright, just making sure communicating effectively and incorrectly. <clears throat> Magnus, you got some magic to do. Some... Can't you cast a... Door spell. Um, does Magnus get the sense that he could teleport us out of here normally, or are we in a space that wouldn't allow for that? Um, I, the only way to know would be to try. Um, you do probably get the sense that once you leave here, you might not be able to return. You don't actually know where you are. And that dawns on Magnus in this moment. Um, well, Arcos, I can certainly try to teleport us all out of here. I, uh, there's a few problems with that. First, I am not certain that I know where here is, and I don't think I can teleport us if we're on a different plane, and my target is, uh, you know, not the same plane. In other words, if I try to teleport us between planes, there's a high likelihood that that will go wrong and we will be either instantly killed or trapped between the space between dimensions. The other problem is that this room, being as enchanted as it is with these runes, would not allow for teleportation. And if that's the case, then the same might happen, except we would just probably die or the spell would fizzle. So... In short, I'm willing to try whenever you are, but uh, it's sort of an all-or-nothing proposition. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say we're going to stay here. Um, are you scribbling down those runes? 
yes, I've been filling my notebook with as many as I can copy down. May I see that, please? Sure, take a look. I'm going to walk it over and um, open it up and say uh, to Craig and say, One in a million shot here, friend, but you seem to have some energy that could emanate from this area. Can any part of you read this? Craig kind of annoyingly opens their eyes as they were in meditation land and looks over it and says, no. (laughs) Hmm. Um, Can I roll a notice check to look at the pedestal point thing up in the air? Yeah. I want to see if I can get any sort of idea if it moves in any sort of way. Oh, interesting. Um, well, I rolled double sixes on my notice check. Ow, ow! Um, so that is 12 plus 2 is 14 plus another 2 is 16. <laughs> when he takes out a 21st century spyglass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you are looking, um... So with the 16, I will say, as you look at this pedestal, you are absolutely certain it does not move. Oh, great. But (laughs) you'll get more than that, don't worry. Great. Um, As you're looking at it, you do not have the knowledge or interest in runes that Magnus does, as he has spent most of this time interested in uh, trying to understand the magic that this room could hold uh and magnus you would also know but you would know by now that all of these there's no way it's simply just this summons a bunch of fucking zombie skeletons (laughs) and burns brightly like you you're like i don't know what i'm looking at but it's a lot um but none of that really means anything to you winnie you've always been concerned with nature um and trees and mountains and hills so you've spent your fair share of time around rocks and knowing how to appreciate them just in their natural beauty. And the initial thought when coming into this room, as even without the understanding of the arcane nature behind the runes, it all looks very intentional. As I finally remembered that pumpkins exist in this room is similar to the inside of a pumpkin <laughs> uh, or the outside, like that shape. See, I can um, picture that perfectly now yeah, that you said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was trying to think it because I was like, it's like an ellipse, but it's there's like, like things, yeah. but it's not like entirely segmented. They just come in a little bit. It's a pumpkin. And yeah. there are, yeah, and there's support columns and things. But anyways, so... What you notice that is perhaps of the most value is that the assumption that this room was something that was carved is not correct. You begin looking at these rocks, which are, I would say, primarily metamorphic in in nature, that this entire structure seems to have been formed naturally which does not make sense because it is very much made with a very particular design and it's not the same as uh you've seen magnus move earth and even then 
even in the shaping of it, you can see the movement. If you shape sedimentary rock, you don't necessarily preserve the sediments in the order. And like, oh, there's a lot going on and changing there. This is somehow an entirely natural cave that has no signs of entry or exit where water could have perhaps carved it out. Um, and you realize... I mentioned that this was a dark room. And I mentioned that the glowing light had faded. And yet, there's just sort of an ambient light everywhere. You can see pretty clearly, even though there's no light source. Okay. And we came we came in from a room that was very clearly sculpted for this crypt. Like it's connected to that room. You are the longer you're in here, you're not sure if this is physically connected to the crypt. The room that you were in was very much like continuation. Someone carved this out. They put up bricks, probably made of like carved of the stone that they made in here. But this this doesn't look like the same style of the crypt. Even when the crypt was like carved out at some of the older points where the tunnels were entirely finished, it was very clearly like someone took a pick of some kind and made a way. Right. But this it is somehow both entirely natural and also finer craftsmanship than you have maybe seen. There's just ambient light with no source. <laughs> that is mm-hmm. that is fucking me up right now. Um, <laughs> what does that mean? Got Guys, I don't. The air is glowing. I think we have taken a detour into a birthplace of some sort. Like this, this doesn't really make sense to be part of the crypt, you know. And she's gonna point out all of that stuff that you just said. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And when he does so perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> You make several very compelling points there, Winnie. I suppose... I mean, you could form stone like this if you had a very powerful elemental, but it would need to be, like, almost unfathomably powerful. Like... Like a titan could probably move the stone to make it look natural like this. Or a god. I mean, Furia could probably do it too. God's guiding hand on a natural process, shaping it. And the ambient light is weird as feck. Like, it's, it's sort of breaking my brain right now. That there's there's light with no source. That shouldn't be possible. But again, God. So. Julian, how's Craig doing? Is he just still sitting over there? Um, I think he's... Okay. Okay. Just deep in thought. Sure. Uh, Magnus, like, pinches the space between his eyes and he's just like, ugh, like... Like, this might as well just be happening, too. <laughs> well, keep an eye on him. Make sure he doesn't die or turn evil. 
Yeah, yeah, of course. He hasn't died or turned evil yet, has he, Julian? <laughs> no, he's not dead, and he hasn't turned evil. <laughs> Good enough. <laughs> <laughs> Julian's just kind of sitting across from Craig, just sort of holding his hand. Magnus is like, oh, interesting, that's... Hmm. Hmm. But um, my question is, these were the same sort of runes that were on the rock at the top of Rular, right? Why would it be here again in a Temple of Furia? And the same runes as the little guy. Yes. The, also the, the same homunculi. runes on the homunculi. Well, the basest theory I have is that uh, there is a god present at both locations. The, the Braud was at Mount Rular and Furia was here. I don't know if I can hazard much more of a guess than that. That is indeed pretty base. Thank you, Arcos. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm going to hand you the, <laughs> the notebook back. Say, <clears throat> does anybody know what god it might be? What do you mean? Well, you mentioned there's a god in both places. Is it Furia twice, or is there a divine, perhaps, titan presence even? Occupying those spaces, or this space, we have not yet named. Okay, well, first things first. I, I've been throwing around the word Titan a couple of times, and it's because I think that they are related. But I'm also fairly certain that the Titans aren't really, like, in Koira. Like, they may be connected to it, but I'm not... It's kind of hazy. I don't know that, like, titans really exist anymore beyond the concepts that they represent. I sometimes wonder if they ever existed, either, beyond the concepts they represent. Well, that would have been a great thing to ask Furia, considering her <laughs> mythos is all about ripping apart. Okay, listen, did Furia give you any useful information while you were talking to her, or were you just feeling bad about yourself in there? <clears throat> Admittedly, it was... Admittedly, it was mostly feeling bad about myself in there. But that's not to say there's not something that could be learned from that. I don't know, have you ever... searched the, for the right thing in the wrong direction before? I don't know if it applies in here, but... Perhaps it, that could mean something somewhere. So yes, I felt bad for myself in there. I just think perhaps it has meaning beyond that. I have a habit of making everything about myself. Maybe I can make something about myself about everything else for once. Okay, uh, look. What... Furia, obviously, we weren't expecting to look... Like that. And I have both. my... 
I have my guesses about the greater meaning of her appearances, their appearances, and the murals we saw about light and darkness. Did you gain any insight about what their godhood sort of means? Hold up. Um, Arcos hasn't uh, <coughs> gone over his notes from the last podcast in a minute. Mm-hmm. Let me let me go through. Yeah, uh, from what I remember, my notes. Arcos didn't really ask any broad questions about Furia. It was mostly just like them talking about Arcos's ego, and you really think you're big enough to offend me? I don't care about you. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then Arcos had like a bunch of Catholic guilt about it. Yeah. It's <laughs> a good way to put it. I'm trying to think if I learned anything else. Does Argos tell us all that? <laughs> Not yet. Okay. <laughs> Give me. Arcos is uh, willing to share his feelings at a at a, at a time when we're, we're not yeah. in this in a know, safer but... space, not not in front of Askarath, maybe. Um, uh, I mean, a god of things that are, whose divinity and lifespan is beyond my comprehension. It's it's not like a a mortal being, as all of us with wants and needs if it I don't know what they want they don't need do they don't even have wants the way we have wants they don't have goals I I don't understand it's okay Argos I know that's not everybody's first two questions when they meet a god or who are you and let's make a deal but uh I was hoping for maybe something more helpful about how to get out um <laughs> I run into my god again, Olvin. Ask more beneficial questions for our group of companions here. I mean, it seems like we maybe got one other one, and she points to Craig. Craig is his own thing, okay? I mean... <sighs> well, I mean, I mean, like, the thing on Craig. That's what I meant to point to. Not Craig Look, himself. <laughs> Cra- Craig himself. <laughs> I, I haven't known Craig long, but if I know anything, it's that he will find a way to put evil magic shit on his body, and that's that's their prerogative. We can't stop that. We just have to deal with it. Um, and until he talks about it, there's nothing I can do. So, anyway. Um, pumpkin. Uh, have we tried hitting the walls? Are we just in a stone pumpkin, like, on level ground? Um, can Magnus, like, probe the walls to see how strong they are? Roll the probe. What does that mean? Roll the probe. Like, are they, like, crumbling away and, like, sort of, like, thin? Or are they, like... Mm-mm. Okay. That's easy enough to figure out without rolling anything. These bitches thick. If only I had, like, a giant badger that could dig us out. I'll have to add that to a list of magical creatures to find. Like some big bad better moles that live in the tunnels. (laughs) There is a hole at the top of the pumpkin. That's all we know. This big? That big. Oh, it's uh, about an inch and a half in diameter. Podcast people who can't see my hand. (laughs) It can fit an arrow and that's about it. Arcos, I think it was your your holy fire that activated the liquid in the runes the first time. Would you mind just uh, giving that another go? I see no reason why not. 
I'm going to raise the mace and uh, shoot out a quick bolt. It's going to cost me some power points. Okay, yeah. single power point. Um, I won't make you like roll for accuracy or anything. Um, <laughs> Arcos misses the <laughs> the broad. Yeah, I'm just going to have you keep burning power points. <laughs> the room is covered in runes, and you missed all of them somehow. I don't even know how that's possible. <laughs> Um, as you, you fire it off, it does feel different than it did. Mm. Um, but it hits and the oil no longer ignites as if whatever vestige of Furia was waiting here has chosen to leave, having fulfilled whatever purpose on whatever divine scale was intended. But there is still oil, and... Magnus, this does not seem to be the the power that matches with mine. <clears throat> but... What are the chances that Craig... Is there any energy that Craig could possess that would ignite the oil the, as I did with Furia's light? Uh, Craig now uh, piping up having finished whatever it is they were doing oh, good. says um, mm, yeah I don't think so. Are you done with uh, whatever magical communion you were doing? Yeah. And how really was good that? Too. Did you yeah, want to tell great. us how it went? I, I, I gotta know. Oh, it was it was it was fantastic, actually. Excellent. Um, yes, tell us more. All right. Um, whatever you do, don't tell me more. Okay. You're seriously not going to fill us in on on all of that? You just said not to tell you more. He said that. Why are you? You don't listen to him anyway. Oh my god! What I. Who are you speaking individually? Or are you speaking for each other? I just don't know. Craig, and I never really do. Craig, are you okay, sweetheart? Are, I'm fine. Are you good? Yeah, I'm I'm great, actually. Doing good. Do we need to do anything for you? Um, no. Do you guys have like any like water? Uh yeah, I'll get some water out of my backpack. I'm sure I have some. Yeah, Craig takes a sip. Hands it back. Thank you. Now, Magnus, Magnus leans to Argo and says, Did we not say that exact thing? I don't understand why she <laughs> says it comes out better. No, just... you, you most certainly did. I, I, I was yeah. trying a new technique they called psychological reverse psychology reversal. You might have to keep working on that technique, bud. Thank <laughs> I don't you. think it worked. Now, Craig, did you experience anything, hear anything that might be able to get us out of this here room? Yeah, nothing that I think is applicable to this room, no. All right, well, back to square one, I guess, then. There's, Plan like, a. no gods here, is the thing. Oh, good good to know. So we could probably just, like, blow shit up with uh, Reckless Abandon, then, if there's no no holy uh, consequences. I didn't realize that was ever off the table. <laughs> All right, let's get You know, you guys boys. are just going to do... I'm just going to stand over here. You guys can do whatever you want. I, well, I mean, so teleportation is the other option out of here. That's a solution. I prefer my insides on my insides, not my outsides, Magnus. <sighs> Don't even picture me with my insides on my outsides. I would okay. never. 
All right, let's get smashing. Yeah, get to it, Hammer Boy. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any smashing materials, so <laughs> okay. I have a dagger um, and a bow. That's all I got. You seem like you got something to work out between you and Kyria. <laughs> you might as well have Swing it a couple of times, just like warm the old arm up and just bring it up and then just smash, uh, just stong in the the mid, the, the the ground in the room. Right you have a mace, right? Yes. Yeah, and it has like a bunch of spikes on it? it. It's like flanked, so it's got like, it's not like spikes, they're like, uh, sort of like thick metal like blades. Barbs? Yeah. Like, uh, like imagine a pumpkin, but inside out. <laughs> yeah, that's a really like, good way. Oh, amazing! No, no, no. I, I do got it too. I do got you. Yeah. Uh, as you hit the ground, it dents it. God. The ground dents your your maze. Damn it! <clears throat> Everybody, I can confirm this rock is hard as a rock. I'm sure whoever made whatever this thing ended up being didn't want any, you know, weak rock. I'm sure they wanted only the best material. I must say, though, it's that kind of felt good. I feel a little bit better now. You know, therapeutic smash, you know. Sometimes you just need one of those. <clears throat> yeah, I'm sure you know all about that. Hey! Well, I guess what? there's no god presence. We can say what we want. <clears throat> Fucking god damn it! I'm gonna kick the ground real quick. <laughs> yeah. You can kick the ground. I won't even make you roll for that. <laughs> well. <clears throat> Let's see here. I just wish I knew what some of these runes did. You could try carving some new ones. Oh. Uh, okay, yeah, sure. I'll just carve new runes next to these incredibly powerful likely divine overly complicated runes that i don't even know what they do listen um, sure. magnus if there's anyone more qualified in this world to do some ancient weird magic that no one has done i i don't think there's anyone more more qualified to do that true and if you become eviscerated i would like 50 percent of your inheritance uh, i actually get all of it julian says that's that's I... actually true <laughs> Can't argue with that. Well, if you get eviscerated, exploded, or otherwise killed by <clears throat> ancient magic, so far uh, surpasses the human consciousness, um, I would feel really bad about it. But you should do it anyway. Okay. Well, what rune would I even carve? I could try to carve just the teleportation runes and see if they would activate. I don't know that that would make it any safer. Might tell us whether or not we can actually teleport, though. Sounds like a good step one. I could also... Well, I don't really know how runecrafting works in this system. Um, is there any way that Magnus could, like... Yeah, I guess I kind of want to do try to just, like, carve some, like, runes of, like, spatial magic here and teleportation to see if I can't, like, get us back to the room that we came from, maybe? Because, yeah. So Magnus carves these spatial magic runes, um, like I guess in the, I guess yeah. in the free spaces in between some of the uh, fractal runes, if he can manage it. Yeah, 
I mean, this place is pretty packed. You're basically going to try carving them over some of the fractals. Oh, um, or I ooh, can I try something a little spicier? What would you like to try? I want to try to carve the runes for the spatial magic, except to get them to fit around the fractals, I want to try to make them sort of curved to mimic like, some of the fractals. Like so it's like the space. Yeah, so that like they still make a circle like as they're placed, but they're like wobbly. Like they're not the same exact runes that Magnus would normally use. But he's going to try to like theme them based on what he learned from his drawings. You start etching your runes and as i mentioned this stone was hard enough to break uh arcos's mace so it takes you a while to carve each rune and despite your prowess it is incredibly difficult to even get a curve they're a little bit more jagged than you normally would um on account of this stone that you're not entirely familiar with and I would say it probably takes you like five or so minutes to even get the first rune done. And when you finish, as you're scraping your this small chisel through stone, you feel that scrape sort of vibrate through your body. Okay, we have a connection. Um... Magnus is going to stand in the center of the circle of runes. Oh, this is Oh, do you this is after the first rune that you've carved. Oh, after the first rune. Okay. Yeah, it takes you about 5 minutes to carve one single rune and it's pretty small. Okay. Um I'm going to put a little bit of magic into that first rune. It holds briefly and then fizzles out. And there's something about this sort of like vibration that went through you that feels familiar. It feels as like you were grinding the earth. The earth is sort of like grinding through your bones. Hmm. I'm starting to like this place less and less the longer we stay. So, like, I carved this rune into the ground, and I, f- I felt that on Mount Verlar, didn't I? You did. I think so. It's, it's a similar, now that you're thinking about that, there is something similar to your experience at the top of Mount Verlar. That feeling and sound. It, it, it reminds you of the thunder that you heard, actually, that vibration. Okay, I suppose that checks out, because this is a place where communion with the gods was easier, which means that the veil between this space and the space the gods occupy is thinner, which still means I don't fucking like it here. Um, do either of you know how to travel in between planes easily? I mean, I've done it. Not without a gate, though. I can't teleport, but, like, not... Only within the same plane. Uh, do we know which divine realm Theria tends to reside in? Are they in Sar? Yeah, Theria dwells in Sar. 
Well, it's possible that we're actually in Sar, but something about that doesn't feel quite right either. Where the feck are we? We can't just be underground. If that's true, how did we get there? Here? There? This is making less sense by the moment. Yeah. Well, we did uh, go through a gate of magic shadow. It's not necessarily that far of a reach. Julian pipes up and says, um, we are on Koira still. Okay. Excellent. Um, How'd you figure you? that? Yeah. Um, I, uh, I have this thing that, uh, is attuned to the planes and it, um, sort of just lets you know what, what plane you're on. Well, that's super useful. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I, I just, you know, I just have it. Yeah, that seems super useful for somebody who might be traveling between more than one plane. Yeah, someday. Yeah. Um. Right. Because that's not the sort of thing that you would do and not, you know, like, bring your very skilled master along with you. Right. Of course. Yeah. No, no, I don't I don't travel to other planes. Magnus. Magnus just like looks at him like very stone faced for a second. I I just, you know, if you um you you can travel well you you teleport right and when you teleport you you are in one place and then you're in another and uh y- you do end up going in between places right so i um kind of just sometimes when i need to get to another location I just sort of go to that place that's in between spaces because it's everywhere and nowhere, and then I just come out where I need to go. Wow. Holy shit. You didn't know he was doing that, Magnus? My goodness. It's amazing. Uh, Craig, did you hear that? Fucking nuts. Sorry about all the swearing. There's just I'm I'm free for a minute here. There's there's no furious. So you're traveling through Nil? Yeah. Well, not just like, you know, willy nilly, kind of smiling, <laughs> looking at Magnus, <laughs> and then stop smiling immediately. Um, yeah. There's like there are sort of pathways and and channels that you can sort of you can just like walk through it's kind of like folding time instead of poking a hole through it which teleportation is like poking a hole through time and space and this is just sort of like a a fold like a temporal wormhole type thing yeah actually kind of i don't know what that means i just magnus mentioned in the sleep once while we were camping I always sort of wondered if you could do that, but teleportation just always is so like fast and efficient anyway. But yeah, 
I mean, teleportation's really common in Koira, so it it uh, makes sense. But it's not reliable in other places, so they use different methods. In other you we get you've been oh, 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 I can't be mad at you that's so impressive ah I mean I didn't figure it out I just you know I just use it well we're gonna have a long talk about what exactly it is that you've been up to mm-hmm yeah I figured uh, but we are we are in Koira for sure okay <sighs> I want a full report at some point, but we'll table that. Mm-hmm. I, maybe, yeah, yeah, we, we can table it. We can table it. That's oh, cool. Oh, do you want to talk about it right now? No, no, no. We're, it's tabled. Okay. You can't untable something once it's been tabled. <laughs> I don't know. I, think, I don't think the rules are working like normal right now, Julian. I might untable it. No, I think it's tabled. It's pretty. Everyone else winning, you heard that ta- it was tabled? I, I did hear that it was tabled, and we do have okay, something very so important it's... to get through right now. Yeah, let's focus on the task at hand. We are in a weird pumpkin. Let's talk. Let's talk about that. Um, yeah, I'd love to talk about the weird pumpkin. <clears throat> um, yes, Julian, tell us about the weird pumpkin. It's weird. Um, I don't. No, and I also um, can't get us out of here the way that I usually get places, so. Um, yeah, Magnus, you mentioned it, it felt like uh, what you felt on the volcano. Let's talk about that. What, what was that? What did you feel on, on the volcano? Uh, so, I remember when you saw those streaks of lightning above Mount Verlar. Yeah. So mm-hmm. one of those hit me. Um, but be- I, yeah, I do remember you saying that. But before that, um, there was a series of magical phenomena. It started as a, a sort of a stream of voices, and then I tried to make a connection with uh, a god, a deity, whatever sort of magical spirit was at the volcano, thinking that it was sort of a normal uh, level of like evil sort of spirit. I don't know. Like maybe it was a lich or something that was causing all that trouble. Turned out, I think it was the Browd, the god. Um, but before mm-hmm. the connection was made and the lightning was striking, it felt like there was like a grinding in my like bones, but more so in like my soul. And it felt like tectonic plates shifting and my whole body shifting with it. And when I carved the rune in the ground, I got that same feeling. So and I'm not immediately sure what that means. Do you think you can, whatever it is that's feeling that, do you think you can reach out to it? Oh. Oh. I, I didn't quite think about it like that. That what I'm feeling is a reverberation from something else's feeling. It's not me. F- well, that's how vibrations work, right? You need a, like a, you need a medium. It's passing through like an echo. An echo is something you send out there that comes back to you. So if you're not 
sending something out there, maybe something else is sending to you. Okay. Um, I think Magnus is going to, like, put his hands on, like, a set of runes and then, like, put some magic into the runes and send out just, like, hello through his thoughts. You send out hello, and like earlier, it's like these runes are absorbing a portion of your magic, but not all of it, um, as if it's, as only, as if only some of your arcane power is compatible with whatever flavor of power charges these runes. But you feel that vibration, and with that intention, in which you reached out, so does everybody else. And it also reminds the two of you of that moment on Mount Rular when words were whispered in your head. What do each of you do? Well, if nothing else happens, Magnus is going to do the same thing, but he instead he's going to like imagine the concept of like a doorway or an exit. Okay. And just going to send that intention out. As you're sending that intention into the earth, Arcos and Winnie, what are you two doing? You feel that sound, that vibration grinding in through you, mostly in your bones and Magnus, you as well, but also through every piece of your being. Arcos is so far out of his element here. He's going to be looking to Winnie. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> see what she does. Um, I'm just gonna steady myself and look to Magnus. Um, Magnus, what are you feeling? What are you getting? Well, it's responding with whatever I put into it. We are interacting with something magical. Um, Mills, you said that a part of my magic responds to part of this, or? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm not really sure what to do with that, besides keep doing what I'm doing. Um, you can do so. Maybe I'll ask it as a query, as just like, like, can you make an exit for us? And send that through the runes? You ask the question of this being... And the three of you, as you ask the question, the room begins to shake aggressively. Stones falling from the ceiling. None of them hit you. There's no sky that opens above. This is collapsing inward. And as the room shakes and the vibrations move and you fall down to your knees or against a wall trying to stabilize yourself, you hear again in the sound of earth grinding against itself this primordial guttural noise. Not words, not remotely words. And yet, 
you understand immediately. The potter and the clay. To take the earth and mold it as your own. To craft what has been crafted. Give new purpose and new purpose and new purpose. To become a god to a smaller world and a smaller world and a smaller world. To define what it is to hold and be held. What potential lies within? Do you want to know? Magnus sends back instantly, uh, yes. Winnie? Yes. Arcos? Yes. And... Here you don't get a response in words, but an expectation. What is it you want to know? The shaking is continuing. The world is crumbling around you. Your friends are shielding for cover, unsure, each of you, if the others are experiencing what you're feeling now. And the expectation of someone or something waiting to answer a question. When it says, like, what do you want to know? The first question on Magnus's lips is, what happened to Mortalia? But before he goes to speak it, I think he looks at Julian and her and, and his friends and is just like overcome with this sense of in this moment that can't be as important as saving these people. How do we escape with our lives is all I want to know. You get You will go back the way you came. This will start as it ends. Winnie Arcos, do you ask a question? Um, Winnie asks, who are you? There's a pause that feels as though it takes minutes. There's no emotion tied to this. It's not pensive. It's not affronted, not thinking. It is just a space in between what is asked and the response. And as you wait, Winnie, you are struck in the back of your neck with a rock. Arcos. (coughs) 
Uh, I would like to ask what will happen and you receive everything as it always does and as you get your answers the room begins to shake more violently cascades of rocks falling inward and at some point you flinch and close your eyes and when they open you are back in that 20 foot by 20 foot room Winnie you as well unharmed and the rest of your friends are there too Just like we planned it. Oh, yeah. It's off without a hitch. Perfect. Perfect plan. Yep, I've got the plans right here. Everything beat by beat. Good job, team. (sighs) Yeah, good. Good job. When he starts to rub the place on her neck with her shoe with the rock. Yeah, you go to rub it, and there is no mark there. It's like an instinctive thing, but, uh, and, and now that you think about it, you don't remember, like, you know, you got hit by a rock. Mm -hmm. You feel almost that moment where the rock touches your skin before it impacted anything else. And then you were immediately here. (laughs) This God hates women. (laughs) Okay. Well, now for certain that we're back in the, uh, in the crypt, <clears throat> we should be able to get out from here. Uh, is the, like, black shadow gate that led to this room the first time back? It is. You were able to pass through it and begin the slow but predictable walk upward as Askra leads the way. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello, everyone. It's currently Wednesday, February 7th. We've just released season four, episode... What episode is this? 31? Episode 31. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. hope you enjoy whatever episode you're on right now, if you're catching up or if you're on a previous season or whatnot. Um, yeah, sorry I haven't been updating as much on the mid-roll announcements recently or the post-roll announcements, I guess. Um just busy with um life stuff and other projects and um that sort of thing but uh yeah i think i'm just gonna keep them a little more sparse from now on don't expect them every episode but um 
most episodes, maybe every other episode. I don't know. Uh, sometimes I just don't have the the time or resources to do it in a timely fashion. Um, but anyway, if I, if I have something really important to update you about, I will do so. Um, and yeah, thank you to Arcane Anthems for providing our season four theme song. Um, if you want to check out his Patreon, go to patreon.com slash arcane anthems. You can find us on our socials on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at Guildfellows. Amelia still making a little graphic every week to make a little grid thing for everyone to enjoy. Um, and yeah, I highly recommend going to do that. We want to shout out our Red Circle subs. So we want to say thank you this week to Alice, our Red Circle subscriber. We love you so much and you make our hearts full. If you feel so inclined, you can give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It helps the show grow and be seen by more people like you. We should be having um, a new episode come out next week. Um, we have some life stuff going on right now, which when aren't we having life stuff go on? Um, but just be aware we might have a, a sparse next few weeks, but we're, we're gonna finish out the season. I promise you we're, if it extends for a little longer than we anticipate, then that happens. But we have a few episodes left of season four, um, about five or six maybe. And, um, yeah, we fully intend on seeing that through and then doing some wrap ups for the show. Um, I'll keep you updated on those when I need to. Um, but just know that things might be bumpy for the next few weeks. Um, and I apologize for that, but you know, life, life gets in the way sometimes. If you haven't heard, I have a new podcast out with my friend Mel. Uh, it's a Kingdom Hearts lore podcast. It's called Shedding Starlight. If you're into the Kingdom Hearts series, um, I recommend you go check it out. And, uh, it's on YouTube and anywhere you find your podcasts. So yeah, that'll be it. Hopefully we'll have, um, an episode out for you guys next week. We'll see. Uh, if not, don't fret. We're not going anywhere. We're just kind of stalled. We're really invested in ending the story, so um, it will happen. Just uh, maybe not on, on consistent as a schedule as usual. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for you guys today. We love you all so much. Keep your heads up. Stay safe. We love you. See you next time. Bye-bye.